0: salutations weary traveler once again you are back listening or watching us on the mos network talking about the hbo limited series the house of the dragon this is ministry of dragons my name is tez and joining me as always on this adventure into westeros is my co-host jamie downing
1: hi again welcome back thank you for having me
0: thank, thank you for coming with me on this uh uh, well, I was going to say tumultuous journey uh, I suppose <laughs> a, a lot happened in this week but it feels tepid I don't
1: <laughs> Oh, That's a, an interesting way to put it I thought this was a very good episode
0: I found myself looking at my phone a few times in this one
1: Interesting, me, me and the wife both agreed that we thought it was uh, one of the more exciting episodes not not as I was about to say arousing not as good oh as my the last God. episode <laughs> <laughs> No, not as not as good as the last episode. Um, but I thought this was still good. But but I uh, caveat that it got good in the last kind of twenty minutes or so. Mm. And I'm still confused about what happened at the end. So I'll wait till we get there because you can hopefully tell me what what the hell happened because I have no idea.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of bits where I only when I've read up on the the blurb, which we'll kind of go through for the episode description in a moment. Only when going through that, I've kind of gone, okay, I guess that was the significance of that scene. I just didn't yeah. really twig at the time. But again, I don't know. I mean, I the last couple of episodes, I've kind of watched a bit later in the week because of other bits and bobs going on. So I've been fairly fresh on it. And... Um, this one i did watch monday night so i've had a few days to kind of simmer on it but i did find that i wasn't as wow wow, even mm. though there were some things like you say in the last 20 minutes um but yeah let's get started so the, the episode opens i mean in the blurb here we've basically just got about six or seven words that say in the veil damon murders his wife lady rhea joy rhea royce that's,
1: that's a good way to summarize it into one sentence it was it was pretty fucked <laughs> up let's be honest
0: yeah i mean christ so we we entered on a woman that i don't think we've met yet um we're not going to see her again um (laughs) we as far as i know we haven't met her before and she's talking with some guy who seems pleasant enough but she's kind of a bit dismissive or i don't know if there's a there is or was a beef between them or if she's just a bit like you're beneath me i don't know i didn't really it was hard to gauge in those five minutes or so of screen time Mm -hmm. the character traits but we're to two new characters uh she goes off on her horse and comes to a uh fork in the road now i did see on twitter somewhere i can't remember the episode or the characters but apparently this echoed something that happened in game of thrones in the same yes. location in a very similar manner i can't for the life of me remember who
1: what or when uh, neither can i but now you've said that i do remember there's, it vividly yeah
0: there's something because when she's going down this pathway it's all kind of lush greenery it kind of looks like almost i guess maybe ireland in terms of did, did location this this
1: is filmed in ireland i'm gonna say
0: quite possibly um filming duh, 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 from primarily in the united kingdom uh, additional parts from spain and california uh locations in cornwall um uh, yeah, it makes sense da, 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 da. others in castleton derbyshire and some seems were shot an older shot in hampshire oh,
1: really wow okay
0: yeah uh yeah cornwall Saint michael's mount uh holywell beach and canaan's cove i don't think i've ever actually been to cornwall would you believe that
1: i have been there many times That's thanks for Cornish. the invite you are welcome you can come and follow with me on the beach anytime you want yeah.
0: <laughs> um so yeah maybe this was maybe this was just primarily uh mainland uk but um very sort of interesting location and she's coming down this pathway there's this uh, kind of almost a meeting of these two large rock formations and then the path is a a hooded man and i think it doesn't take much to put two and two together that this is damon Mm-hmm.
1: Um, hello husband
0: hello husband, yeah, they have a little bit of a tete-a-tete, although he doesn't really say too much
1: what's funny is he makes out in the previous episodes, and maybe, I, maybe I'm misremembering this, but he he makes comments about her being hideous and ugly or something, seems like quite a strong you know, nice looking woman and it makes you think what and is it because she belittles him that's why he hates her because he makes okay. her feel makes him feel stupid.
0: It could well be that, yeah. I mean he's very much I, I know in one of the moments he says about like um her maybe not even her inability to bear a child, but he mentioned something about uh not wanting to spread his seed in her or whatever.
1: She says are you, are you finally come to consummate our marriage? Yeah. So, so very I much... guess they wouldn't. They wouldn't know if she couldn't bear a child no. unless, obviously, she's got some something that she knows about. But you would assume that having not tried, and you would assume she's still pure, as it were, um, that, that they wouldn't actually know that yet. So yeah, I guess he just doesn't want doesn't want a kid with her. <laughs> doesn't doesn't want
0: to doesn't want to uh, lay lay with her. Um, but yeah, he approaches. She goes to kind of pull her sword out, but he approaches the horse, her bow. Her bow. Her, bow, her bow yes and um it's a strange one because it seems like obviously what he does shortly kind of confirms it but <clears throat> he doesn't from memory necessarily do anything no he just
1: spooks it but there was yeah. a very quick split second i don't know what happened in that split second where she reaches back for the bow and then i i i I'll have to watch it back when it is available or when I can't be bothered to go on Sky and press the rewind button. Yeah. But I, I think he may like do something, like hit it in the head or something. I, think, I seem to remember a little flash, a quick flash, and then bang, she's on the floor, paralysed.
0: Yeah, the horse, horse whinnies up, drops back on her, paralysing her. Um, <clears throat> she still belittles him, even though she clearly can't move yeah, yeah, um, from the neck down. Yeah, yeah, she's calling them, calling them names, and basically saying, "Are you actually going to finish for once?"
1: Yeah, I knew you. Could, I knew you couldn't finish. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he picks
0: up a he picks up a large rock, implying he kills her. Um, <clears throat> we then cut to Raniera and Sir Lena Valerion. Oh no! So they. So, I mean, this write up is quite poor in comparison to prior ones that I've looked at. But uh, the the king and his fam are heading across the water to. Essentially, propose the marriage between the the two parties of uh, Renere and the son of uh, Lord Valerian. Clearly, the uh, the sea isn't for everyone.
1: Yeah, it, I, I I would be the same as him if I was on water like that. Yeah, very. Underwater, fine. On top of water, now. Nah.
0: Very very choppy. He's seeming quite, and I suppose as well you're not just getting the idea necessarily he's just seasick because we do know that his health seems to be getting worse. But it's hard to tell at this moment if he's just throwing up because of the sickness and uh, coughing up because of, you know, the uh, uh, the waters. But we do get a moment, I believe, in this scene, I don't think it's later on, where um, Renieri is talking with um, Sir Fuck-a-Lot <laughs> um, and he, he's basically trying to be you know i'm just the, the the knight i'm trying you know i need to do my duties but she kind of says look again i can't remember if it's here it might actually be later on i may be jumping ahead where she talks about an arrangement am i jumping ahead i'm sure it was on the boat i that think had the so
1: i think it's yeah it's on the way back from the island and he basically says come to West, Westeros, no, come to wherever it is in, in, um, not Davos, that's a real place, um, in wherever you could marry me and you could marry for love, not for arrangement and all that kind of stuff. That's on the way back after he's found out what the king was sailing across to do, which is try and marry her off to the Valyrians.
0: Um, okay, yeah. Oh, d- yeah, I got very confused. I mean, it doesn't actually mention it in, um, in this kind of breakdown where it appears in the episode. But yeah, there there at some point there is a discussion between them and uh she basically is kind of being quite playful going, look, I mean, we we know at this moment we haven't really met um Sir Lane or Valerian other than briefly in the battle where he's mm-hmm. identified as the son. It's mentioned previously that uh potentially proposing Rhaenyra marry um marry sir lenor as the son but we haven't really met too much of him we don't know much about him so in this moment renair is saying look everyone kind of knows basically it's like again worst kept secret one of those things where people tend to know something but you don't mm-hmm. talk about it you don't talk about it publicly and make it fact that yeah. um lenor doesn't like women yeah. um she doesn't say it directly here but she kind of says that his it's interests.
1: In i don't like i don't like goose it's too greasy
0: yeah yeah and she had event, event basically kind of says look i will do my my duties but there's no reason why we can't still she basically wants to have her cake and eat it she says like i'll do what i need to do as a as a princess but we can still fuck
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that's one way to put it
0: and he's very much showing himself to be a man of honor um yeah. he was at the end of the day yeah he no one made him have sex with uh, the princess she did essentially seduce him and put herself in a say, look, come on, let's do this. It takes two to tango. It does take two to tango, but he is very much kind of in a position of like, look, I obviously like the princess, but I don't want to be someone's bit on the side, you know, and at the end of the day, he's well aware that he took an oath as a knight and he has, um, forsaken that oath, I guess you Mm could say. Um, oh yeah, it is kind of mentioned here. So, um, Rhaenyra and Sir Leonor Valerian are betrothed, mollifying Lord Corrales. Um Rhaenyra understands Leonor's homosexuality and proposes performing royal duties while having lovers. Um, she rejects Sir Criston's wish to run away together, saying their relationship will remain the same. So, again, kind of jumping around a bit here, but we do get a moment where um, the king... Goes to meet Lord Coralis, the uh, the the guy who got Damon involved in in the war. There's an odd moment where the lord doesn't come out to greet him, which seems a bit out of practice for a welcoming lord for the king um I mean, what were you thinking during these scenes in the build-up to where it, they met? Were you thinking that something's going to go south, or
1: I did th- I, not necessarily south. It goes back to what I've said—not the last episode, but the episodes before. Everything implies that he is weak. Everything implies that people see him as a as a pawn, someone that they can use and manipulate. And this again is almost them manipulating. It's almost like a yeah, you're coming to us. You're crawling for something. You can you can make the effort of coming up the stairs. You know, the hand comes up and he says, "Is this how you greet your king?" And they don't go, no, they don't say outright that we're trying to make him look stupid. They just say, oh no, our, our, was it his father or whatever it is. No, it's not the son that meets him, is it? Someone else says, oh, he's just waiting in the great hall for you. You know, He tries to play it down but still it's making the king go to them. Whereas the other way around It's again showing that total lack of power and respect. And I wouldn't say necessarily just for the king, but the questioning and the demands that come up in the hall show that they're also questioning um the targaryens as as a house in my opinion um so yeah it's another challenge of power isn't it
0: yeah i mean he kind of he does so in a way of i guess kind of tiptoeing um in terms of his not just kind of going oh yes yes um, your grace of course my son will marry your daughter he kind of goes interesting proposal bear in mind he did initially want his daughter to marry the king um i get he understands that okay this is a good thing joining the houses making the bloodline stronger you know they've got a history together those houses Mm -hmm. but he does also go look as as tradition are you saying that um they when when married um, the tradition is that the bride takes the husband's last name, so mm-hmm. the firstborn um, would be a Valerian, no? And it almost at first, it's kind of like, oh, is the king going to kick off? But then he does kind of basically go, as per tradition, yes, mm-hmm. the first it would it will hold the like the Valerian name. But, but oh, what was the but? but. Again?
1: The but was that he would take the Valyrian or, or it will take the Valyrian name. There was no suggestion of male or female. However, when it ascends its throne, it shall then be a Targaryen because oh, the Targaryens, yes. dragons have ruled these isles for a hundred years Now rule them for a hundred years more. Um, and then the Valyrians look at each other and the wife and husband and kind of like, it's acceptable, it's an acceptable compromise. Yeah. So yeah, that was the but.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like well let's maybe not push it too much i mean (laughs) he's weak but i mean don't look a gift horse in the mouth
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: um so yeah it was yeah then after this scene so this is where i was getting a bit mixed up um the conversation with sir Kristen, aka sir Fox Law. um and (laughs) she's confirming their relationship's going to stay the same yep so while this is happening, the Queen's back at uh, King's Landing and uh, the old hand, her father, Sir Otto, is kind of being led out of the um, the encampment. Um, mm-hmm. He warns the Queen Alicent that Rhaenyra becoming queen makes Alicent's children a threat to the crown. Now, you could initially look at this as, oh, is he just being paranoid and shit-stirring and manipulation? But, I mean, we saw how the lannisters or the queen lannister um cersei um and Sir robert actually in the very first season handled potential threats to the crown they went around murdering the bastards of robert (laughs) rathian yep so you think about it in that regard then it's like i mean he's not far off because she the is the the heir still what you know, Alison's children, especially her son, could have a claim to the throne as being the firstborn son, and we know that there's all this talk of there will be an uprising if there is a queen on the throne. Um What did you think, Sir Otto, leaving? I mean, he didn't really act like a father at any point in this to his no,
1: daughter. No, no. I, I didn't like him, to be honest to me. It just seemed like a manipulative, and she even says you know, if you hadn't pushed so hard to you know, get them to succeed the throne and blah blah blah... She... <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for him. My wonder and question is where's is he going to go? What's he going to do? Um, I, I had a little thing in my head is he going to go and team up with Damon? But then him and Damon obviously didn't get on. He despised Damon. Mm. But it makes me wonder what, where he's going to go and what he's going to do. Because is he going to reemerge when the king dies? Or is he going to go off and get with the Valerians. i don't know i reckon Valerians. i i, I don't I
0: think so i don't think he ever seemed to from memory have a contentious relationship with the lord Coralis. i'm sure when the in the first episode it was proposed to go to the um the steep stones or mm-hmm. the pebble stones whatever it was that he wasn't like adverse to that i think he understood that okay well this is a threat to a a trade area so it would probably be wise mm-hmm. to to quell it yep. uh so yeah i I think you're right. I don't think this is the last we've seen of Sir Otto and I think it would make sense for him to uh implant himself there and then that will also then create I imagine tension between the Valerians and uh and the um the what Targaryens.
1: I'm feeling a war coming in a future episode and i think the valyrian's gonna lose because they ain't got no dragons and i'm sure if i looked at the uh the, the the um family tree leading up to game of thrones it would confirm it but i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna wait and see
0: no someone shared the family tree quite early on in the group chat that i'm in and i thought i mean the show's only just started why do i want to see potentially who succeeds mm. who like no no thank you not for me yeah um so questions Sir Kristen about uh raniera and damon because there's a bit of a discussion in regards to oh his yeah. situation this, this with... bit had me
1: cringing <laughs> yeah
0: there's a moment where she's talking with her father beforehand and um she's basically saying "Look, i believe Reniera," and he's <laughs> just like well you're you're wrong to believe her you know sh- uh, my sources were correct um and she mentions about bringing you know can we confirm it it's like, oh, i'm not bringing up my sources they are who they are um, so Alison questioned Sir Kristen, who she knew had been stationed outside of Raniera's room, um, about Raniera and Damon, but she doesn't, she doesn't, I don't think she mentions Damon to begin with, just about these allegations of Raniera being bedded, and Kristen yep. assumes that she knows it's him, and outs himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, I... I again it goes back to his honor like you said he is an honorable man um and i think he's too honest for his own good in this case he should have just let her finish talking but then again you know in real life honesty is the best policy and he did the honest thing and she didn't cut his head off so yeah yeah arguably he did the right thing still
0: now this is the moment where it's it's always tough with um this show in particular to know when time jumps are happening or how much time is occurring between Mm. maybe scene to scene or especially episode to episode but it's during this that um queen Alicent is away or off screen for for a while um we're getting to the feast in the moment but prior to that was the discussion uh, along the beach between um sir leonor valerian and Raniero when she basically says You know, she doesn't outright say, I'm fucking someone. Or that, you know, I'm aware that you prefer a different gender. Um, But it's essentially, essentially, without directly saying it, proposes we can do what we want. It's a
1: mutual agreement, isn't it? It's uh, let's, let's save face and you do what makes you happy and I'll do what makes me happy.
0: Yeah, we'll fulfill our royal obligations, as in, let's have a few kids, but you do what you want, I do what I want. Um, And we also get a moment where we see um, Sir of Valerian with his secret boyfriend on the beach. And there's a moment as well with his parents, with um, Lord Coralis and uh, the king's sister, whose name escapes me, where she basically says, look, we know what our son is. Um, You know, just this may seem like a good thing, but the likelihood of him consummating this marriage isn't that high uh and lord Coralus is very much like oh, he's he's still growing he's still yeah. a lad yeah that's what lads do <laughs> um but we get to the feast and uh a couple of surprises here now the f- well i say the first one i think this may have come second but again the order on what i'm reading could be all over the place Everyone's kind of seated uh, as people are being welcomed in coming up to the uh, the main table where it's a it's a celebratory feast of the joining of these houses. But it's not the wedding or anything, just the confirmation. There's a
1: lot of tension in that room, isn't there? Yeah. Everything, everything here is someone's watching someone, someone's suspecting someone, someone's plotting something. There's not one pure thought in that room at that time
0: no a lot a lot of tension a lot of side glances at people but uh, it's mentioned oh, the the queen must still be getting ready um but Alison does eventually enter now again i didn't really get the
1: significance of this cue, cue the awkward silence
0: she enters the hall during the king's speech purposefully wearing a green gown which is the signal color for house hightower's call to arms so I don't get this. There's a moment when she talks with, I think, her uncle, and he basically says, "Because look, your dad's going, there's a, an heir to the throne which is now marrying, so there'll then be children. there'll be a new kind of line to the throne. So her not necessarily her days are numbered, but her usefulness mm-hmm. is almost becoming uh, questioned or numbered. But her uncle says, "Look, you know, House High tower stands with you, queen." And so she's kind of showing that look. She's she's not just a baby making machine. Like she she's kind of shown she's got some some backbone here. And I think that's why she wore the green gown to basically. I mean, I again, I didn't get.
1: I didn't read that. I didn't get that. And no. I
0: didn't get the call to arms. Didn't know that her family color was green. And bear bear in mind, all these episodes are quite dark, so everything looks like <laughs> yeah. yellow tinged or yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so we're getting some progression with allison's character and I guess...
1: Here's a question. Do you mm. think she was coming in with the intention of outing Rhaenyra and completely crushing her validity to the throne? And then if she was wearing that dress as a symbolic thing? I, I don't know. Like, Why would she wear that dress? Why would that even be written up that that's what it's for? That's what it means?
0: See, see I don't know. I don't think she would be going to out Rhaenyra even though she knows that I want to know Raniere what's going has, she knows Rhaenyra's lied to her and yeah, they were yeah, friends yeah. and she was very much pissed when she would heard this allegation about her and Damon and uh, she believed Rhaenyra but she's now kind of heard that I mean at the end of the day technically she may still be under the, uh, the idea that Rhaenyra hasn't lied to her because as far as she was aware Rhaenyra said I never slept with my uncle yeah, she's now got confirmation that Raniera slept with Sir Kristen, which was never
1: in dispute before. On the night she was before. accused of sleep, but she, he didn't say it was on the night, though, did she? Did he?
0: Well, no, she was discussing she was discussing that particular night because he was stationed outside her room at that time. So technically, right. I don't think she would be uber pissed enough to out Raniera because she may still be under the assumption Raniera hasn't actually lied. Um, she didn't obviously. Renard didn't say this is all wrong. I've f- I fucked Sir Kristen. <laughs> Um That's what I was gonna make that a soundbite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, similar to you, I didn't get this. I mean, I noticed she was wearing a, dark, a different colour, but they all seem to wear sort dark things anyway. It's, but it, it's a party. You it, know. it 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 seemed like it was a moment, but yeah, I didn't get the significance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't cause anything she doesn't cause any any issues she's just very late to the party then we get another unexpected guest the exiled uh prince Damon arrives mm. just walks straight up to the table sits down again we see the weakness of this um visceries where he just doesn't I mean maybe he doesn't want to cause a scene, but at the end of the day, he exiled his brother to the veil.
1: And he's just wandered back in. Hi. Yeah, hey. But then again, there's no there's no indication of whether he was invited or not. I, I'm assuming he just let himself there. Hmm. But maybe he was invited because of what the event was. His his niece getting wedded. Did, 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 did.
0: I don't know, man. If you're exiled, I would think that's like a uh, blacklisted. Black, Blackballed, yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I mean it is an awkward moment. He comes up and he walks up to the table, which again you think, "Why well, is there another space?" If uh...
1: yeah, exactly. That's my point. It's like you obviously were kind of planning on them coming, but mm.
0: yeah, <laughs> it's an odd moment. We we then meet again. Uh, the man from the start of the episode, Sir Gerald Royce, and this is one he of was those. Was the guy m-
1: from the start? I thought he was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's one of those moments where you think. Oh, has he checkmated uh, Damon? But then Damon's like, no, I'm going to be your lord shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we talk about my inheritance. Doesn't he call him a C-bomb as well? He's oh, like, yeah, you know, he dropped Seabomb. Tankerous a C-bomb. old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, wow, okay.
0: So Sir Gerald Royce is from the start of the episode. Uh, he's the cousin, it's confirmed here, of the late Lady Rhea Royce. And he claims Um, because there's a moment saying, is this slander? He goes, no, 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 I'm coming with an accusation that you murdered my cousin, Lady Rhea Royce. Uh, Damon denies this and says, well, I, as part of the marriage with her, I inherit her title and her lands. So I will be looking to get that uh, sorted out shortly, meaning that king looks
1: very concerned about that, doesn't he? He's
0: answering to me, yeah, because now it's a case of he initially has kind of just set him off to the to the veil vale, just to exile, but he is now in charge of that in charge has, of the veil <laughs> he has a bit of power,
1: yeah okay. but then, and I'm and and as we see in Game of Thrones, I guess the veil vale has its own army and all that kind of stuff that goes with it yes. I, 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 maybe we see the moon door.
0: Okay, yeah, yes, that, was the, that was the veil, wasn't it?
1: I believe so, yeah, with the moon yeah. door and the weird boy that used to suckle on the mother when he's like 15 years old or whatever. Mummy, make him fly, mummy. Bitty, mummy. <laughs> oh yeah, make the bad man fly, mummy. Make the That's... bad
0: man fly, mummy. I'm hungry again. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> There's little finger just pushes him through the... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I oh. It was Littlefinger, I'm pretty sure it was. pushes. No, pushes the mum through the door. Pushes the he? mum I... through the door, and yeah. I think yeah. the boy gets sent to war or something. Thing gets oh, sent. Anyway, I think anyway. he lives through it, but it's just a little weed that has no.
0: Yeah, just like oh yes, well, I've grown up a bit now, but I can still. Is your, is your hold stereotypical
1: sword. Um, single child, only child, spoiled with a mum that likes to breastfeed him as a teenager? Well, it right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pity. Yeah, I, I wonder if I wonder if we're going to see the moon door and things come back up again.
0: That'd be interesting. Yeah, because it seems like there's a bit of history there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be. Um, I didn't even really think of that. At all but uh, we then get a moment where there's a we have a little dance between uh Selena Valerian and uh, Renier and everything seems all right they they know their moves there's no slut dropping on this dance for it's a very classy <laughs> affair yeah um, but as this is going on things then get a bit uh, mixed up so this is unfortunately one of those moments where I did look on my phone a few times and uh, <laughs> sort of then looked up to think what the hell's going the on I thought was the most here?
1: interesting bit yeah the, for me this whole scene was like ooh, ooh tension ooh tension yeah I found this the most interesting out of the whole episode
0: I, th- I think I maybe I was just a bit tired when I started watching it and uh, <laughs> that's my excuse that's what I'm going to stick with but they're having this dance and then it's one of the things it's kind of like at the, although this isn't a wedding it's a celebratory thing but it's like at a wedding the first dance is the bride and groom and then everybody get on the dance floor because they're going to play some usher and so <laughs> everyone comes in and it's getting quite busy on the dance floor two sort of separate things are occurring uh damon approaches the queen uh, approaches the princess uh, is getting very up close um mm. i didn't see but did it look like he kissed her
1: no not, that no, not that I saw. Now you've said that I'm questioning myself, but no, not that I saw.
0: Yeah, I, I can't remember, but he gets all very up close with her, which the king is noticing, and he is thinking, is he, he's actually... I've exiled him after these allegations, whether true or not, and he's actually going to start potentially dry-humping my daughter <laughs> in front of me, his niece. Um, While this is occurring, and I, again... Do you remember if he said anything in particular to her, or if that was, if no, if I didn't, not... I
1: didn't, I didn't even click that you know he'd done anything really. To me, it was more about um, the interaction between Sir fox a lot and uh, the other guys Sir fox a lot. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's we then get this interaction. Um, so a slightly earlier on um during i guess some pillow talk between sir joffrey lonmouth and uh oh, he a joffrey he oh, is yeah the secret boyfriend of sir laenor valerian where they basically say look i believe you know your princess has a paramour um so this could be mutually great or i think it's i think it may be sir laenor says to him that look she seems to have someone um I have someone, so I think this is fine. This is good. Mm-hmm. So then Geoffrey Lonmouth uh goes up to Sir Kristen, the knight, um and surmises that Kristen is ah, the first he's, he's
1: watching him throughout, isn't he? And he's watching Sir Christian yeah. watching yeah, yeah.
0: So he's picking up he's, he's picking up what uh Kristen's putting down. And he smugly suggests to Sir Kristen that they guard each other's secrets. You know, I I I'll bang mine, you bang yours. Um but Sir Kristen, despondent over breaking his Kingsguard vows, um, Kristen perceives Joffrey's comment as a threat and brutally kills is, him.
1: Is that what the write up says? Because I was wondering why he did that. So I was I was I was not, not arguing, we're debating this with mm. when we were watching this last night. And I said to me it was a threat and and my wife said, No, I I don't think it was a threat. I don't know why he did it. And I saw her side and you know, I still kinda of got my side, but yeah, it's him coming up saying, "I know your secret," and he's obviously going to be really paranoid about it anyway because he admitted yeah. it to the queen. And as far as he knows, he because she didn't say anything. She didn't be like she she just didn't be like she didn't say anything like um don't worry or thank you. You've reassured me. There was nothing. He was like, "I please request that you just behead me or execute me swiftly." Yeah. And then she says, "Okay, you can go." It's like, "Well, are you going to kill me or not?" So now he's probably living with anxiety, and he's got this guy that comes up in a very, as you say, a very um smug way it's oh, like, oh you do you i do me you know and i uh, know where
0: your penis has been <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and it, it's like that is a threat it's another person who knows another person who can endanger him and knowledge is power and something people knowing about that is is power for them. so that's what i thought i thought it's just what the write-up says that he did what he did out of fear and and disgust as it were
0: yeah i mean he fucks him up like because i i kind of got it when he spoke to the queen afterwards because at the time i remember seeing this fight break out him beating the shit out of the guy on the floor before then he almost basically bashes his head in like it's well, not he
1: does he goes mr squishy face on him like literally he's like completely caved in there's no face left
0: Was uh, what, so was it like um the the mountain v the serpent sort of
1: yeah it wasn't like crushed his head it was he was on top of him using his gauntlets he's obviously hmm. got I assume what would be you know metal gloves on and he's just pummeling him in the face and the camera pans down to the guy's face for like a split second and it's completely caved in oh, like shit. His, his nose is basically touching his throat kind of thing Ooh. yeah
0: um yeah so the crowd the the guests are horrified and uh Laenor, uh, is like weeping on the floor so if anyone was in any doubt about the relationship between yeah. Geoffrey Longmouth then they may think, oh he's quite upset about his his pal
1: um, some, some may say too upset because, oh that's the other thing, he pulled a knife out whilst he was pummeling him as well so mm. there was that, he, he did try to defend himself
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty violent scene.
1: Oh, 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 and you missed a bit with, um, Damon goes after the, the Valyrian's daughter Oh was it Or is it his queen? No, it's the daughter, isn't it? I think it's the daughter. I think it's a daughter or a family member. She sat there with with Valyrians, and then she gets down onto the dance floor and Damon does his classic, hmm, I'm going to get a bit weird, and follows her down and uh, starts dancing with her. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, the, the, the awkward flirtation, which is mm-hmm. kind of like more just negging each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that, that happened as well. So... I wonder if he's gonna try and wed into the Valyrians as well. Because well, it depends. Isn't,
0: isn't she betrothed to someone? Because I do remember her appearing. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure she's betrothed to someone, I can't remember who.
1: Yeah, I think she has been. And again, I think it's Damon trying to cause havoc, which he seems to be very good at.
0: Yeah, he likes to he likes to stir the pot. Yes. So Kristen, so duh, 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 duh. To to subdue further scandal, Rhaenyra and Lenor are privately wed that night, just to kind of speed things up. But while this is occurring, Viserys collapses um, after the ceremony. Just after the ceremony, um, there was a moment I think during it all kicking off in the um, in the hall. Well, I think it's when he he might stand up and kind of go Damon because he sees Damon with Rhaenyra. Um He gets a nosebleed. I'm sure. I'm yes, sure. He like does, he yeah. starts bleeding from the nose. Uh, <laughs> we've also had a moment to jump back even further when he goes to meet Lord Corlys, and Lord Corlys goes to shake his hand, and he is he's missing definitely missing two fingers on at least one of his hands that his hands are falling apart
1: that's it his wife doesn't it when 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 they're um going rewinding right the way back when they sail across to arrange the marriage is that what you're talking about yeah. like The wife shakes his hand and like backs off like whoa okay
0: whoa he's got a claw
1: I didn't know if she was like psychic or something and could feel something through his hand, but no, that makes more sense. No, he's he got a couple, of, a
0: couple of fingers missing on one hand. I'm sure on the other hand, he's missing a finger or two. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. So there, so he is falling apart. Um, yep. So he collapses at the ceremony and later, uh, Kristen is about to commit suicide, but Alicent intervenes and stops him.
1: Is that what he was doing? I thought he was just chilling out in the garden. <laughs> oh no, he was going to kill himself. Uh, he enough. was
0: going to commit, I guess, their version of Harakuri.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: um so that's where we end so how do we think um we're at the halfway point now of this season um where do you think this is going i mean the king's got to die soon hasn't he
1: it's all falling apart hasn't it it's it's uh, it's uh, this episode was kind of the amalgamation of all the patheticness of the king his weakness um the treachery the slander the affairs if you like between the different characters all kind of came to a head at this wedding and that's why i said i found this quite an interesting one because you could feel the tension and all the relationships and all the complexities were really obvious you had the valyrians they're getting what they want but at the same time you could see they were cautious and concerned because they had the conversation before the wedding where was it she says we're putting our son in danger Mm. um you know they're acknowledging that it's not a good situation to be in and it just shows again the fragility of the entire Targaryen household, I think. And then <laughs> so Christian smashing that guy's skull in. Like and it it just kind of summarizes the whole thing doesn't it it's a mess it's an absolute bloody mess literally Yeah. Um. so yeah I think for this for me it just shows that there's huge rifts there's a power struggle and there's gaps that can definitely be filled that's the kind of reading I take of it so I think from here they've married in a panic it's literally a panic they're not in a good position I can almost see the Targaryens falling and her going into almost an exile and something happening like a war the Valyrians trying to take over Daemon fighting them i don't know i've got so many ideas in my head there's kind of three that's the three tracks i can kind of think of happening at the moment i'm intrigued to see which one actually goes through i feel like again she's not going to get any respect and she's going to be it's going to be a bit of a sham uh rule if you like for the targaryens under her just my thought
0: yeah it's uh i think we're going to have a power struggle at some point between the i think the three three players are gonna be Alicent who's kind of showing that uh she standing up a bit on, on on her own two feet because she's kind of gonna be cast aside after basically becoming uh a a mother and that's it uh Reniera, because obviously she's poised to take the throne of course Damon um and how they all kind of collide and and whatnot uh I mean the next episode is called the Princess and the Queen. Now, that could mean Ranieri and Alicent, or it could mean the queen is now Ranieri and the princess maybe someone else, maybe. I mean, if if, uh, Viserys has collapsed and died, then Ranieri becomes queen, which I guess would make Alicent queen mother, queen regent, I don't know, something like that.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Hmm, so it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to start seeing a bit of the dynamic between those two, which started off very pally at the start of the series and has become oh, more I'm tempered changed. and frayed, yes.
1: Yes, I think so. Yeah, I, I'm still enjoying it. I think the first couple of episodes, as anyone that's listened to the previous discussions, I found quite challenging. Last episode, really good for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> this episode, I'd say, was, was pretty good in my opinion. I, I, yeah, didn't find myself disinterested at any point. No, it was,
0: uh, yeah, like I say, I might have been just because I was tired that I sort of ended up looking at my phone a few times. Um, I can't remember what time I started watching it, but it was a bit late. That's my excuse mm. that I'm going to stick with. But we are at the halfway point of House of the Dragon. So next week, uh, we're going to be looking at The Princess and the Queen, episode six. And I do wonder if this is going to follow the similar formula of previous uh shows up seasons of Game of Thrones, where episode nine has some form of big battle uh episode nine is called the Green Council. I can't really drew too much from that I guess green, green counts, yeah green we Hightower. could now say is high tower, yeah, yeah, didn't really know the colour of you know high tower to begin with mm-hmm. um but yeah, that would be interesting to see if it follows that same sort of formula. Uh, But I think that takes us up to the end of this week's show. Uh, Thank you once again, Downing for joining me on this discussion of the house of the dragon. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, please give the show a, uh, a like and give the channel a subscribe and there's memberships on there now and all that good stuff. If you're listening to this on audio platforms and this is, in a lot of different global markets. The MOS network has charted in India, Indonesia, uh, America recently. We're like top 20 or top 40 in the UK uh, in, podca- in the podcast charts. Well, one of the podcast charts. We're doing well there. So if you're listening, please give the show a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. It really does help. So that is it from me, Tez and, and that's uh, from
1: me as well thank
0: yes you. uh we're going to jump to the credits to end the show now these are i've said on the ministry of horror show as well these are some older credits so if your name as a member isn't listed here don't panic uh i haven't updated the credits list yet but you will be included uh in future end of show credits and you'll get a shout out on the main mos uh, show because uh, lawrence has a list of the names that are in the credits um but yeah thank you very much we'll see you later